a stock presentation, you know, of one part of it. And then I'm involved with recovery, and so therefore a lot of the people I know and see are in recovery, so you frame this idea in recovery. So that, because a lot of times people won't accept it if it's in a different box. Yeah? So you have to at least disguise the box as if it's, so, and after they open it up, it's too late, the thing's out. <laughs> you try to sort of, once they think it's, that's not AA or something. But we have a lot of experience, all of us, as what we're not, of contempt prior to investigation. Yeah. So a lot of people not only have an opinion, but they have contempt. They think they know, and it's like, uh, da, 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 da. and the funniest things, the people who most need certain help uh, have the most, they're most contemptuous. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you gotta let them have their bottom, because that's basically maybe the only way it's gonna trigger a movement up. All right, so what we're, we're here for, uh, is for dinner, really. <laughs> this, is, this, is sort of the, this is sort of the excuse to get together. Like some people, you know, join Marshawn, you know, clubs. Or we go to, we go to esoteric, very weird uh, philosophical ideas based in what they call non-duality. Yeah, so non-duality uh, uh, you know, obviously non means not, and duality means two. So, so basically, for you to really get a sense of non-duality, you, you have to see the two-ness, you know, or what the hell are they talking about? What non-duality, I'm sort of, yeah, <laughs> what's duality, I have no idea what it is, so non, I'll go for it, you know, I'm not missing it. <laughs> so, just yeah, non-duality, maybe non-non-non-duality. So, so not two. So duality is uh, basic, you know, the format that we're all living under. There's something called dualism, which is subject-object. Yeah? So this, I'm seeing you as an object, and you're seeing me as this object, yes? But what's seeing is subject, yeah? What's seeing can't be seen, so it's not an object. Can't be felt, taste, or touch. So it's a distinctly different condition. So there's subject-object. Now here, the no-thingness is the subject, let's say, seen, is appearing in a world of thingness, which are objects. So the subject is moving through objects. So it's, it's not even doing that, but let's, let's give the, the dreaming a certain reality. So it's, yeah. But don't, hey, from the internet, don't fucking, you know. <laughs> this is, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're just trying, just trying to provoke a little, a little relief, let's say. So, so here's the subject, which is seeing. And you can, the subject of, uh, appearance here is through five senses, yeah? And then a sixth sense, which is the, uh, what you would call the mind, noticing brains and feelings. And, I mean, not brains, I mean thoughts and feelings and stuff. Yeah, brains. <laughs> I'm noticing a brain. <laughs> that would be a self-aware brain. I'm noticing a brain. So, so here's subject moving through seeing, you know, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And then there's the object that provides those four doors, so to speak. 
So there's experience of this object. It's like a, a sedan with a, with a trunk, five, <laughs> four doors and a trunk. It's not a sports car. <laughs> it's definitely not a chariot of the gods. It's just a utilitarian uh, carrier of a subjective experience, yeah, really. All right, so the subject's moving through, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. But when it moves through, it also enlivens, you know, the brain and everything. And then there's sentience, yeah? There's a, a, a very low-level sentience. <laughs> so, so the brain and it triggers mental states, not in the beginning when you're a baby, but as you develop, the brain develops, mental states start happening. You have memories when you don't have any when you're a baby, and so like that, memories, and then there's uh, thoughts, lots of thoughts, and then perceptions. So you're perceiving a lot, and you're aware of perceiving, where a kid's perceiving the baby, but it's not aware that the baby's perceiving, it's just perceiving. So the baby is very, very little object and mostly subject. That's what's so attractive, really. When you look at a kid's eyes, it's mostly subject. Yeah? Yeah, so subject's moving through the object, and then the mental state arises, and then it senses the subject and actually projects the object, and so it, it tries to attribute the subject to the object. So now, when you say, I'm seeing, the I really represents a body. Yeah? That's, the seeing is sort of, is, is manifest, the seer of the seeing is manifest as a body. That's how it's pictured, yeah? So what, what the subject comes through is now attributed to that. So now this, there's, a, there's a confusion with subject-object. And that subject-object projects that confusion, and that's duality. So duality here is like two poles of the same energy. Yes, no, hot-cold, yin-yang, connected, disconnected. There's basically a binary system almost. And so that binary system is based on the premise that's entertained here, subject-object, which I think they call dualism when it's this little activity. So dualism projects itself as duality. Yeah, it's dreaming in a weird way, but we won't go there right now. So there's dreaming. So non-duality is just saying not to, it's simple. It's not going, it's not like, not to, it's terrible, or it's, you know, it's just as not to, like a factual, you know, condition, like you would say, hey, it's raining, you know? <laughs> I mean, you're not going, it's raining, it's raining, you know, you're noticing. So there's people that come before us who have noticed that this looks like it's a format, really. It's not what we are thinking or assuming. And so let's question, not question everything else from this, but question this. Let's just check this out, see if it's true or not. And so the, one of the earliest, the earliest written scriptures in the world were the Vedas from India. And in them, they, they talk about this, they, and they, use a, they would use a technique of, called self-inquiry where they would have the assumed object using the subjectivity to ask the other assumed subject, who am I? Yeah? So they would both negate each other, and then you would be left with what is. Yeah? Or you at least get a hint of what is, and then that system would regroup, but now 
you know, the hand would be a little suspicious of the glove, you know? It wouldn't be suspicious of the glove as the glove. It would be healthily, healthily, it would, it would be a healthy suspicion from the hand. The hand would go, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm in this glove, but I'm not of this glove, maybe. Wow, that's incredible. Incredible, really. And that possibility lends itself to a lot of downloads, a lot of revelations, really. Because now you've entertained the idea that there is more than this system that I've been living under, this system of self-centeredness, subject-object, all this. Yeah, and in fact, there is none of that. It's, there is not a, there's, it's a, it's a negation of that. It's saying there is not, there isn't this two. There, it wasn't like this, the two has to be destroyed and then thrown into the fire and come out as the one. It doesn't say any of that. It just says the two doesn't really, there's not two. You know, there's only two when we're in this like confusion, yeah? When the subject has been wedded to the object, and we're, we're giving the object the attributes of the subject. And it just clears that up. And then you'll see, instead of looking for what you are, because you'll come across certain writings maybe if you entertain these ideas, non-duality, it's not a huge uh, resource. It's not like, it's not like a religion. It's not like, it does, it has a certain substantial stuff and it's insinuated or implied in other t areas, but it's not a big, big, huge, like, fucking, I'm gonna have to go through zillions of editions. No, it's, it isn't, it's not popular, so to speak, yeah? So you, but if you run into it, you're gonna hear certain statements that, don't, that are going to allude to this fact that what you're not is probably the most important to see. Yeah, because the assumption is you are what you're looking for, but not as that which is looking. Yeah, so it's a negation of Paul, the way Paul is pictured by the memory and the, and the thoughts, the way Paul is assumed and insinuated to be so, the way Paul is, is, gets its reinforcement by I was Paul and I'm going to be Paul, therefore I must be Paul now. Well, why the fuck am I worrying about this stranger called Paul 20 years from now? It would make no sense unless there was a continuum that I should be worried about like I'm worried about this right now. So, yeah? If, the, if, it, if, if, if at one point it turned into a complete stage stranger, there'd be a reassessment, I would imagine. You know, you know what I mean? You would pull all the concern from the... And you wouldn't give a shit where that fucking star flew. You know what I mean? You're concerned about you. Yeah, that's the drive. So the whole thing is, I was you, and you, you, you have memories and so forth. You have other people, yes. You, this is how you looked when you were a baby. What? This is how, you know, this and that. This is when you have acne. Oh, I hated that part, that phase, all this. And then, of course, then you think of all the, most of your thoughts and concerns and ideas of security about you in the future, the future meaning the next second from now, whatever. So the head, the, the mental processes, and uh, accompanied by interest and thought, because that's really what provokes it all, yeah? It gives weight and light to it, really. So this whole system 
is implying we're a body. Yeah? So every time we feel like we're the subject, it's framed as a body, as an object. So that's so it's even using the subjectivity to reinforce that it's an object. Because in a, in a lot of spirituality, they have a simple statement, and it's in the Bible. It says, "I am." Supposedly, God. One of the things says, "I am that I am." So, "I am" is the subject. "I am," and yet the subject is is used to imply that there's Paul. Yeah. So it gets a perfect like a uh, ringing endorsement <laughs> by the subject all day <laughs> through the mental shenanigans. So the mental shenanigans is ringing the bell of Paul all day. I am. Yeah, that's true, Paul. <laughs> and that's how do I, so how does the I am get switched with Paul? Because I was Paul, puts Paul first. I will be Paul, puts Paul first. And therefore I am Paul now is again first. So Paul is that I am. That's in a weird way. So. There's this ongoing, some people call it a trance, some people call it uh, a delusion, some people call it maya, some people call it the grand illusion, some people, a lot of things, there's a lot of names for it, but we're basically dreaming this idea of being a thing, yeah? We're not, that with the subjects dreaming it, yeah? So, uh, you can't really say, you can say we're dreaming it, and then in a way, sitting right here, looking at all of you, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say it. Wouldn't it be helpful? Because the dreamt, of course, is what's, see, the mental state's going to claim to be the hearer of the, me, of the message that it's the dreaming, but it's going to frame it as the dreamt. That's why it doesn't, it doesn't, it very rarely arrives at papers. It always gets diverted and it gets neutered and it gets interpreted by the mental state claiming to be the hearer of it or the reader of it or the getter of it or the experiencer of it. So it's always framing everything that comes its way with its frame. Where So we're not wasting time talking to you or me about what we are, we're really trying to describe what we're not so that what we are can hear it and go, hey, I may not be that. Yeah, because one of the, the times it was very clear in language and everything, it, wasn't, it didn't happen, but one of the times this whole thing was very clear to me was involving a sentence in a book that I used to read a lot in AA in recovery called The Big Book. And it was a simple sentence, but it, I saw it in a new light and it's never changed from then. And in my AA world, everything I attempt to frame in AA is based on that, really. Which it says, hey, being convinced, uh, now this is, see, being convinced, I would say you're innermost not convinced, not this. Yeah, so let's say the subject is convinced that something has defeated it by its manifestations through the body, yeah. So it says, being convinced that self, self, and the feeling of self, in my view, is the, is the attributing the subject to the object, yeah? So let's just say, let's say it that way, yeah? So being convinced that self, manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us, okay? 
Then it goes, if, if that's true, we're going to look at its common manifestations, meaning selves. And so when I saw self as other than me, or like a, a you know, like a, a pathogen or demonic possession, whatever you want to call it, but I saw it as other, that opened up a huge possibility. Yeah, it was like the key that was needed. That's why my whole basis of recovery is, I believe, it's the act of being identified as what you're not, is what alcoholism lives on. And then it manifests through us and defeats us by the manifestations because we keep calling them ours. You know? so we're in the act of being identified as what we're not. So the solution would be to see that which you're identified with as other. I mean, it's just obvious. So the solution is born from the problem in a way. So the problem is, hey, Stanley keeps manifesting through me, and every time I'm, I notice it, I call them mine, and fuck, I don't particularly like it. <laughs> so, I bet, you know, it would probably behoove me to see these manifestations as Stanley's, so that maybe they wouldn't have a carte blanche, you know, <laughs> access through me into my life to fucking defeat me. Yeah, maybe I could sort of stop Stanley at the door and say, what do you got? You know, like TSA at the airport, check in, what's, the what's this? What's the, you know what I mean? Stop it, check them, and fucking take those things out. Resentments, fears, whatever. So, <laughs> put them over there. <laughs> you got too much bile, fucking, you know, vindictiveness, fuck it. <laughs> so, so, being convinced that self, so I saw it as other, uh, so very cool. And in the seeing of it as other, because most of the seeing is claimed to be you seeing. So, you see a lot of others, but you don't see you as other. <laughs> you don't see you as other, and you see a lot of others. You know, it's very busy seeing others and it, taking inventories and fucking like that of the others, but it's not seeing, it's an other that's claimed to be, claiming to be the seeing. It's fucking, what a wild. So now you're seeing it, you're seeing it, wait a minute. You don't say like that. To me it was just a, it was a rude, rude awakening, but in a really wonderful way. So I saw it as not me, and therefore, then suddenly, a possibility dropped in. I can be free from it. Wow. So that was the key. And then it explained to me in a flash by just going over a number of my behaviors since I was six till the present day at that time. You know, it didn't take any time at all. It was just whoop. I saw that I'd been trying to be free as it. Yeah? For it. By it. Through it. When the freedom is from it, and then there's even better, because if that which you're free, that which you need free freedom from isn't real, then the freedom is really inherently available at all times, with no requirement necessary. I mean, let the logic go to its, its end point, yeah? If my freedom is based on being from that, and that doesn't actually exist, it's just this, taking itself to be that, and when this is attention and interest is withdrawn from that, it doesn't completely withdraw, because this has to keep, it's a puppet, glove has to keep being animated, yeah? But I'm not totally into the fucking story of the glove anymore. <laughs> so, 
it's been withdrawn, so you're seeing what you're not. Yeah? And then, so I saw that, and I saw I've been trying to get out of me as me my whole life. I don't know what happened. I don't know. From that day on, this has happened. That's basically what happened. Yeah? Another possibility became available, not to that which I'm not, but to what I am. And what I am can go a long, long, long way with just a small possibility. Because it's true, first of all. Yeah? And you know, most of the day, we're making false evidence to appear real. Can you imagine if you really put that ability onto what's real? It would be a fucking good marriage in heaven. Reality, lending reality to reality would be awesome. Instead of reality, forgetting itself and lending reality to unreality. Yeah, it's a nice move. So now, and it continues to do that, but now the reality has been lent to reality. Yeah, so, and maybe you entertain it, which is what happened with me, and then it just verifies itself. It feels like it. Yeah, it feels like it so much that I was really keen on getting out of here. I was. I mean, I demonstrated <coughs> with how far I would go with drugs and everything else, and with religious, spiritual practices. I mean, I wasn't a super lightweight. I went to a couple of continents, meditated in fucking weird settings for long periods of time, had earnestness and sincerity. I was committed. I had a practice I did for years. And, uh, and I was willing to, to be asked to do more, and I was willing to show up for it. Yeah. And uh, one day, I saw through all that. There's nothing right or wrong with it. It's just, for the intention I thought it had, it's not the right thing for me, yeah? Now, maybe there are people here who are, gonna, who are really sincere and are going to become super, quote-unquote, spiritual, as much as a body-mind can. But I'm not in that category. Once I feel satisfied and content, I'm not going to fucking sit 13 hours. On a, on a pillow, just because I don't see the point. I really don't. It never changes anything anyway. So, so why, I might as well just stay around where I'm gonna end up anyway. So just, so I, and you know, a lot of people, because the head's playing God, uh, can't take the chance, you see. They think they're blowing it if they stop, you know? They don't even, the calling isn't uh, a true calling, it's peer pressure and mental pressure. The mental pressure says, you, you know, you've got to, it's like, you've got to meditate like you do yoga. I mean, physical, you know, you can't miss a day, you start writing it down, I did an hour today, it's just unbelievable. And then it just provokes more of what you're not getting agitated. And so, uh, in my case, a mundane life works really good. Yeah, I don't want this. I do not want to see like a an old galleon at the shore and going on a Homeric journey. My head will have a fucking field day. How <laughs> me going to you know the thrift store keeps it in a forced humility. You know what I mean? It's very good. It's very cool. <laughs> Because it doesn't have much to bite. It's just, uh, <laughs> and after a while, it just, uh, it just gives up. Because I'm, it hasn't had a good spiritual state in years. 
It's just fucking, you know, not get anything. So, and yet something flourishes, which is beautiful. And uh, you couldn't map this out. You couldn't map it out how it pans out. You couldn't. Because it goes contrary to the logic quite a lot, the mental logic. It's a loss of interest in things, really. It's more of a, a dispersed, relaxed sense of onness, not a concentrated, focused, vigilant, fucking samurai warrior onness. Though that can happen here, but it just doesn't suit this. It's more just, you know, you're just here uh, because you can't be anywhere else, really. You can, you know, and you're not trying to get into the moment because you realize you can't be out of the moment. So all these things that seem to provoke a, like a heroic effort, it's just, it's just you've seen through it, and you are what you've been looking for the whole time. You just have to see what's looking isn't you. <laughs> see, lose interest in that look, that what's looking, then you'll lose interest in all the fucking journeys it's planning, which is going to start in really. Yeah, I mean. It takes a long time to become a knower of God, and the emphasis is on the knower most of the time. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> this is a, uh, like I said, you couldn't, first of all, it goes against uh, profit. <laughs> you can't really, you can't make a business much out of it because you're not, uh, all right, we're going to have the, Platinum, uh, the Platinum Club is going to do its, you know, yearly three-month retreat. We don't have a fucking day retreat. Yeah, I mean, if you can't retreat from you, you it's, there's no point of a retreat. If you're there, there's one thing you need to retreat from is there at the retreat. So you might, have, you might as well sort of catch it off guard by not doing a retreat. That's my view. <laughs> so, and the simplest way to say it is there's a number of them, but I like the hand in the glove idea. So let's say, you know, you're in this world, but in this world of, of uh, the hand in the glove, there's only one sense, and that's feeling. So everything, just like the shark, you know, people think the shark's out to attack them. It can only meet you with its mouth, you know. It doesn't have hands to fucking rub on you. It's just, ah! That's how it, unfortunately to us, but that's the only way you can sort of have an experience is by biting, really, you know. So here, so we, there's one sense which is feeling, and that feeling is interpreted through a thick glove, thick, rough glove, like 80-grit glove, yeah? And so now the hand is reading the old scriptures of this world as the glove, and the the, the scriptures are describing heaven is like falling into a vat of a thousand rose petals. Yeah, so you really would like to have that experience, but you're trying to get the experience through the glove, yeah? And the glove's touching everything, and everything really feels like rough, <laughs> because the glove is interpreting everything. That which is being experienced isn't overriding the, the experiencer. The experiencer is overriding the experience, yes? This is the dilemma. So the glove is going to interpret everything. So even when you go to get to heaven, you'll feel the rose petals, it won't translate. So all you can be ended up is like become a fucking fundamentalist. <laughs> you don't have any sense of it, but you're fucking sure the hell you are the fuckers. You know what I mean? You get weird, yeah? Because you're not, you don't get what you were looking for really. 
Yeah, and there's been a huge investment, so <coughs> we don't want to lose spiritual faith either. So, all right. So now the glove finally realizes why the, it must be, I'm fucking, I can't fucking feel it. And it may be, if it investigates just a little, it's going to end up, hey, it's the glove. So, all right, so now the glove, sounds wonderful, wants to get out of the glove. It sounds great, but it can't. Like a car can't get out of a car. A passenger can, but a car can't. It can't get out of itself. So now, so the glove is a very jealous system. It really sort of captures the hand. It's the hand in a weird way playing it, but the glove seems to take on, it's, it's like Al in 2001. Hal sort of takes over the fucking mission and starts giving the orders, yeah? So the glove is now telling the hand how it's like. Yeah, so now the glove hears the message, maybe you're not a glove, so the glove gets a little confused. How can I not be a glove? All right, but I've tried everything else to get out of a glove. I'll try to get out of a glove as the glove. Yeah, and so, and there's a lot of people that will assist you to try to get out of their glove as a glove. So, but I found it's pointless to try to, you know, to talk to the glove about the hand, but I do believe at the same time you can speak to the hand about the glove, yeah? It's all a matter of, it looks like the exact same invitation, but it's the target, yeah? So we're attempting to throw it to everywhere, which you can't miss, so you can toss it up, you know, look behind you and everything like that. You believe you're the one, you're here listening, but that's the story going on. We're not trying to convince the story, we're just trying to get it through the story to what you are. So suddenly now the hand heals, just like I heard in that night, I saw self wasn't me. The hand sees, it, sees the glove and it sees, hey, I'm not that. And suddenly, finally, Eureka, the hand gets the realization that was so sorely needed, which is I can be free from the glove. I, the hand can pull out of the glove. <laughs> The glove trying to get out of glove is, you know, fucking unbelievable. But the hand is just a possibility, pulls out, and maybe, yeah, so in a timeless moment, it's out of the glove. But then time kicks back in, you know, the dream continues, so now it's in the glove, but now it's not the glove, yes? And you realize it's never been the glove, nor will it ever be the glove. So all the shit that was reinforcing the identification is now like trying to advertise the identification. It's different, see? If the identification is placed, is in place, everything is reinforcing it. If it isn't, it's now an advertising. You see the vacuum cells that come to the door. And if you don't have any rugs, you don't need the fucking vacuum. So it's the things that you just assume to be so are now in, seen in another light, yeah? And so now the system, which got quite lazy because, you know, it can't believe how fucking it got away with it all these years. It sort of got fat and out of shape. Now it's got to dig in the old guns. You're unlovable. You'll never, whatever. But now you see it as a giant advertisement, not as a reinforcement of something that's already so. It's trying to imply something so. And so I saw it. I saw, I saw it before 
its production was completed. Yeah, I saw it. I saw the advertising. I saw because it's it's been resting on the fact that when it says you are fucked, you feel like you've been historically fucked. See, it's so it, it it's it's the advertising isn't slick really because it's just been a habitual reinforcing of the suggestion that's already been taken to be true. Now there's been a questioning of it, and it just is it's advertising. Though it has some big, good, old, golden oldies, most of the superfluous shit loses any kind of sway. So there are swaths of time that you're not being reinforced as what you're not. So what you are is seeing the whole kit and caboodle, the whole pantomime, the whole use of time, like a magic trick. It's like, it's like going, you've been under a spell and then some, suddenly someone explains how the spell is built, so to speak, yeah? So you're out of the spell, and you're seeing how the spell was made. Yeah, you see it, you see, oh, fuck. Yeah, so, do, 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 do. yeah. So it's not reinforcing anymore, it's a whole new, it's, it's, got, it's got to find new pitches, and you know, it's, it's, it's run out of balls. I mean, it doesn't have that many new ones. It says, I'm going to get you, whatever, you know, you, you're sort of like, <laughs> whatever. It weakens, yeah? the system weakens, because it's very, very good if the assumption's been swallowed, you know, just pile on and reinforce and assume, insinuate. It's much more difficult to, to convince the light that it's not the light. Very much more than it can convince this the mental state easily, yeah. Just like you know, people convince you all day just by one look and shit like that. You go back to a belief that you're a loser or shit like that, like that, yeah, yeah. But now that that thing has been removed and you're it's the uh, land shark, you know, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's got you, you, you have to it, the product isn't in place, yes? It's not like selling you 50 new bags for the vacuum cleaner. Yeah? Its whole press, its whole pitch is based on you already are. It's like you got a rug. Yeah? You need this vacuum. Yeah? And now you've seen it as rugless and as a, you're, you're, I did it. I, the example I used to use was perfect was I was in Turkey and I, uh, I was in a, like a guest house and you know I got together with a couple people that were just there and we went down to the area and there's these two great things, the Blue Mosque and the Sophia or something and they're not far away, they're in this big flat area in Istanbul and one of them is a super old mosque and then this other one is a trip, it used to be a mosque and one time they were cleaning it like I don't know in the 1500, 1600 and they realized there was mosaics underneath it, and it was a Christian church in the beginning, like the couple of the couple, 100, 200 AD, you know, after Christ. It was a giant Christian place. Turkey actually has more Christianity in it than you imagine. Mary supposedly died there, and well, St. Paul, all the apostles used to hide out in Turkey, in what's called Turkey. Yeah, so we're there. And this guy, very nice looking guy, pepper, gray, white, black, pepper hair, nice shark skin suit, 
says, hey, he speaks very good English. I'll show you around. Of course, I'm a little suspicious. You know, okay, he seems to be good. Shows us around, and then we see everything, and then he takes us to this brick building, knocks on this side door, and a guy looking just like him shows up. We never see the first guy, and we, we're brought into a rug store, which, you know, Oriental rugs are huge, Turkish, unbelievable. So we go in there, and the first they offer you, like, Turkish coffee or apple juice, and they... And then I'll have apple juice. And then you sit, and then a number of guys that look just like the second guy come in with rugs, and they're throwing them, and the light's hitting them, and they're throwing them on the floor. And they, as long as you stay there and don't buy something, they'll just perform and keep giving you apple juice and Turkish coffee. And I was there a couple of hours with this group. And, um, but I, I've been, I was traveling around the world. I didn't have anywhere to live. So I had no need for a rug, yeah? So I had an incredible immunity to the sales pitch <laughs> because I didn't have a place to live. And the guy was telling me, well, we can fold the rug up and put it in your knapsack. I go, I'm not going to Thailand with a fucking Oriental rug in my bag. But thanks a lot for the show and the apple juice, really. Because <laughs> it was a great show. It was, and I drank a lot of apple juice. But I didn't wasn't moved one bit to buy the rug because I was flawless, F-L-O-O-R-N. I didn't have a flaw. So the whole, the whole sales pitch was based on I had a place to put the fucking rug. If that's removed, I'm not going to be motivated to buy the rug. And all I'm saying is that, see, if you weaken the flaw that's so assumed and reinforced, yeah, if, if that weakens by your loss of interest in it, because it's imagined, it's not a real flaw, you're not a thing, yeah. You're not going over an incredible fact or trying to transform that fact into a better fact. It's not a fact. It's imagined in a way. So let's see how much shit you're going to buy to put on an imaginary flaw. <laughs> Probably not much. <laughs> It's working, it's worked out that way for me. I lost interest in it, you know, because I'm not it, really. I mean, the whole thing, we're constantly resuscitating it all day, we are. I mean, and it's purposeful, this the dreaming obviously is happening, so for the dreaming to happen, a lot has to seemingly be forgotten. So I'm all for that. I'm fine with it. I don't see it. I don't see any problem in the dreaming. I have no interest in getting out of the dreaming whatsoever, because I realize I can't get out of an imaginary place, and especially as the imaginary person in the imaginary place. <laughs> so <laughs> I could get out of the imaginary place if I was real, but unfortunately, I'm part of the furniture in the imaginary house. <laughs> So, I've lost interest in that. <laughs> so, here we are, Wednesday night. <laughs> Hopefully entertaining possibilities, yeah? Because in some ways, we may, we may not have the ability to get the freedoms that are afforded here, because usually there's a lot of requirements, maybe money, maybe this, yes, maybe that, ba-da-da-da-da. But we can be free from that. You know? We can be free from the slavery of having to want to be free or need to be free. Yeah? 
So to me, the real relief was I lost interest in the need to be liberated because I didn't see on that which needs to be liberated. There is something going on that needs to be liberated, but uh, it's impossible, yeah? It's impossible. The agitation, um, that's its nature, it's agitated. So selfing, because it's a verb, can't stop or a lot's revealed. It's gotta keep going, yeah? The selfing has to keep going. When it stops, there's space, emptiness, yeah? So the verbing or agitation has to beget agitation. That's what it does. It lives in a drive of wanting to be something it believes it's not and one wanting to not be something it believes it is. So it's always, it's assuming that it's something it doesn't want to be and it's hoping it could be something that it isn't. So it's just on, on, it's just like a slinky that drives itself. This thing pulls this, goes on and on, in time. Now, to waste any, like a great Zen statement was, you know, you can't use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. So in a way, you can't use agitation to arrive at stillness, that would be agitation. So what happens if this arrives at the idea of stillness, it will be agitated around. So people are agitated around the word awakening or enlightenment when actually the, the meaning of the words are meant to soothe what's claiming to be the hearer of the words uses it to provoke more agitation. So in certain circles, the word enlightenment has driven a lot of fucking people crazy at these type of meetings. They have. I've watched it. I've seen it. Yeah. We, would have, we would have been better off if we had never heard of it. Really, we would have just been blissfully ignorant of the spiritual jargon, we would have been better off. But uh, all that seems to have been done can be undone. And it doesn't even, half the time, doesn't even have to be undone. You just see through it, yeah? And, you know, how, why would you want to waste so much time on doing shit that's going to end soon? Anyway. You know, I mean, really, <laughs> you're going to pass away. And this will be like it never happened. I mean, I wouldn't be like, you know, building huge. <laughs> it's just going to be, you know, live, live as if like what you are. You know, appreciate what's coming and going as what's coming and going. It might as well. Yeah. So, yep. You hear anything? You start hearing stuff. Not like killed on walls. <laughs> hearing like vibrational stuff, humming. Just go with that, man. Rest there. It's, it's incredible. You know, instead of listening to thoughts, you can listen to like a generator humming. It's much quieter. <laughs> There'll be a lot more bag out of that than all the thoughts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you can feel it in the room. It's got a nice sense. It's all it's all of us like eking out a little. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, that's it. Well any no, no questions, eh? No.
When the answer's in the room, there's no point to ask questions. Bro, just fucking access the answer. <laughs> why, why, go, why go around the whole thing? Just sort of. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll uh, pass the basket.